changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. It's Tip Tuesday, and today I want to elaborate on something that I discussed with Dr. Carolyn Roy Bornstein a couple of Fridays ago on Friend Friday. We were talking about the prevalence of traumatic brain injuries, not just in athletes and the military, but in the general population, because there are so many ways you can get hurt and suffer a TBI, even from a door slamming you in the face unexpectedly. Carolyn and I talked about the fact that sometimes you don't know that someone you're talking to or standing in line behind has a TBI because it's an invisible injury. The people suffering from them look fine. So I want to share a couple of stories from the book that Carolyn and I co-authored, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Recovering from Traumatic Brain Injuries. These stories will make you think twice the next time you're about to become impatient with someone. The first story is called, I Have a Secret. And David Grant tells us that his TBI is a secret because no one can see it. People say to him, but you look normal. But David doesn't feel normal. He suffered a traumatic brain injury after an accident while riding his bicycle. David knows that he is not normal anymore. But he is still recovering, which is the good news. And he rides his bicycle 25 miles a day. He also knows how to spot someone else with a TBI. He says that he spotted a fellow TBI sufferer in his neighborhood one day, a man just a little older than him walking with a cane. David saw this neighbor for months after that, and he noticed that his speed was picking up and his stability was improving. David's wife guessed that the gentleman was recovering from a TBI as well. So one day, David spoke to the man, saying, You are doing so well. It's great to see the progress you've made. It turned out, that the man had fallen on ice, and yes, he had suffered a TBI. The doctors told him he wouldn't get any better, but he had decided not to listen to them, and indeed, he was getting better. David shared with the man that his own brain injury had occurred a year earlier than his, and that he, too, was still getting better and better. That made them both feel pretty good. David reminds us that not everything is as it appears. He writes the following in his story. That old man fumbling with his wallet in front of me at the checkout counter no longer makes me impatient. He might be someone affected by a traumatic brain injury. That driver cruising along at 10 miles per hour under the posted speed limit no longer makes me tap my foot. She might be one of the 5.3 million people in the U.S. living with a disability from a traumatic brain injury. The person at the supermarket with his shopping cart parked dead center in the aisle as he stares at all the soups? You know where I'm going with this. We are everywhere. David goes on to say, My TBI continues to teach me a level of patience, understanding, and compassion I never had before my accident. When someone passes by you and does something you didn't quite expect, remember that they might just be one of us. After all, we look normal. Now, Katz LeBlanc, another TBI survivor, talks about the same thing in her story called The Land of TBI. She says the so-called land of TBI is a place where everything seems to move at warp speed, 
with the volume turned up way too high and the lights feeling like spotlights. In other words, it is overwhelming and too much to process. She describes how it feels to do something that we all think is so simple, and that is going to CVS to make some purchases. First, Kat says, she stops at the pharmacy to pick up a prescription. She waits in line, dreading the coming interaction because it seems complicated to someone with a TBI. She has to tell the pharmacist who she is, give him her CVS card, swipe her debit card. Then she has to put everything back in the right place in her purse or she will freak out later when she can't find it. She is also feeling bad about the people who are waiting in line behind her. She knows she is taking a long time. After she gets through that torturous process, she needs to go into the rest of the store to do her normal shopping. She looks at her list. It says shampoo. She finds the shampoo aisle, but she is overwhelmed. There are way too many choices. And she has a coupon. She has to figure out how the coupon works. It's just simple math, but simple math is really hard when you have a TBI. She tries not to think about how easy this used to be. Kat says, the real kicker is that I look normal. I look like absolutely nothing is wrong with me. Some of my friends don't even believe I'm sick. You sure do look great, they say. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. I hope I've passed on to you a little of the lesson that I learned from working on Chicken Soup for the Soul, recovering from traumatic brain injuries. If you want to learn more, and read some tips that I wrote after finishing the book, visit our website at chickensoup.com and click on the read button and then look for the book about traumatic brain injuries. And tomorrow, come back for Wow Wednesday for a different kind of story about the brain. This one, a happy story about the mysterious, miraculous, and very hard to explain connection between mothers and daughters who sometimes seem to know exactly what the other one is thinking.